Evening, everyone. Um, I'm so glad that you're all here, and I'm really excited to share God's word with you tonight. Um, yeah, I'm just so amazed at how God has spoke to me as I've prepared this, and so yeah, it just makes me really excited to be able to share that with you. Um, yeah, and really, my hope as I share with you tonight is that it wouldn't just be another message of something else that you believe, something else that you just put in your mind, but um, tonight that you would receive something. Um, that God would really speak to you where you're at individually. Um, that's really my heart as I share and what I believe God wants to do. Um, so as we start, I'd just love to pray. Dear Lord, we just want to thank you so much um, that we have this opportunity to gather together, God, just to be with you, God, to worship together with you and just to get that bit closer um, to you knowing who you are, Lord, and, and loving you more and knowing your love for us. And yeah, I just want to pray that as as you speak tonight, God, um, that you would speak right to where people are at, God, that we would have open hearts, God, soft hearts towards you of what you want to speak, Lord, that we would leave this place just, um, yeah, moved, God, and and challenged just to go deeper with you. Um, we want to invite your spirit into this place and, and just allow you to do what you want to do. And we just want to pray all these things in your name. Amen. So um, if you have your Bibles with you, um, if you'd like to turn to Philippians 4, verse 4 to 9, and I'll just read that out for us. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. I absolutely love that scripture and I'm pretty sure most of you probably know it and probably have heard it lots of times and so it is an awesome opportunity to be able to speak on it but I found it also challenging because as I've prepared I've had to sort of um, look at it with fresh eyes. Um, often that's the way it is with some scriptures that we've known a lot of our lives is we hear the words and we're used to it but sometimes we need to look deeper and actually have a second look at it. So yeah, I'm excited to go a bit deeper with this scripture and really hope that you get something new from it tonight. Um, so as I start, I actually just wanted to read a bit of a letter to you. Um, so about six months ago, um, I was just finishing up my time with YWAM. And usually what we do with a lot of our students as they finish up a training school, we get them to write a future letter to themselves. And we send it off in six months' time and they open it up. Um, and yeah, we just get them to write kind of what God's been speaking to them, what God's been um, moving in their hearts. And I actually decided to write one too, even though I was a leader and I didn't have to, I wanted to, and I just really felt like there were some things God wanted to speak. And um, yeah, as I was preparing this sermon, I actually received my letter back in the mail and I was pretty amazed by what God spoke to me and what God uh, got me to write down. So I just wanted to share that with you, um, just a couple of words. Um, so what I wrote to myself is, um, in the challenges of life, don't forget to stand on the word of the Lord. It is your foundation and it will sustain you. Don't let fear into your life. Let perfect love cast out fear. 
stop freaking out, stop worrying and just rest and be still in God. That is what he wants to say to you. Let tomorrow worry about tomorrow. Trust, faith, hope in him. Not just Lord, but father and friend. I thought it was pretty amazing um, because I was kind of felt like I was hitting a wall as I was preparing. And then this letter just came at the perfect time. And I just felt, just God remind me um, of just how he's spoken to fear in my life, how he's spoken to worry and anxiety in different stages of my life. And it was exactly what I need to hear at that time. And I love how God speaks. And so I just wanted to share a bit of my own personal journey with worry and anxiety and fear in my life. Um, Yeah, just I feel like a few years ago, it was something that was so at the forefront of my mind. I struggled a lot with um, insecurity and anxiety just in social settings of just what other people think. And, you know, I know a lot of you face all sorts of different anxieties, but this is one that um, really just uh, consumed my mind. And I would pray, I'd pray, God, take this away. I'd pray, God, give me peace in these situations. And sometimes I felt peace, but sometimes as well, I was faced with that challenge of why isn't things changing? God, why aren't you fixing my situation? Why aren't my circumstances changing? Why can't I stop worrying? And um, it took a while for me to realize that I just needed to continue to press into God. And, and worry and fear and anxiety, it's not always a simple fix, but actually as we draw near to God, as it speaks of the scripture, as we, we pray and we present things to the Lord, he will move in us and his peace will be with us. And it doesn't necessarily mean that circumstances always change. It doesn't always mean that our life is absent of conflict, but he is in it, amongst it with us. And I think that's exactly what God wants to speak through this scripture. Um, I've often been challenged with that feeling of, am I not a good Christian because I still worry? Um, am I not trusting God because I still have this anxiety in my life? Um, but I really believe that um, that's not a truth. That is not a truth. That is something the enemy wants to tell us. Um, but God is actually calling us to more. He's calling us that in these times where there is worry in our life and there are things going wrong just to draw near to him. And um, yeah, I kind of looked a bit into more into worry and the things that we worry about. And it was really interesting what I found is it spoke that about 80%, 85% of what we worry about never actually happens. About 15% did, but then about 79% discovered that either they could handle it better than they expected or it taught them a lesson worth learning. Um, I think that's incredible, those statistics, but even statistics don't necessarily stop us from worrying. We hear these things, but there's still things in our lives that get to us. And even by, you know, praying about what happened in our city, you know, it's so clear that there's so much in this world that is broken. There's so much in this world that maybe we should worry about the condition, the condition of, of people um, that are living across the other side of the world with nothing, or even the condition of so many of our young people that are struggling with things like depression or even, uh, you know, actually struggling with anxiety. There's all these real things in front of us. And I really believe that what God is saying is not that we would look at those things and say, I have peace about that, but that we would turn and we would look at him and say, but I have peace in him. You know, God's not expecting us to just um, blindly just look away from the things in our lives. But as we see these challenges, actually to pray and actually to seek him and seek God, how do you want to bring peace in amongst this mess of our world and our lives you know, I think 
it's interesting. This might be a bit of a bold statement, but I think that there's more Christians that are almost addicted to anxiety than probably any other sort of um, drug or pull in their lives. And not necessarily that we want anxiety, but we have this way of just accidentally sort of letting it in, letting it seep into our lives. And sometimes we welcome the doubts and the fears and, and it's a big challenge. And I'm not naive to say that, you know, anxiety isn't a real thing and it's something that people actually struggle with quite a lot. Um, but I really believe that God wants to speak into that, that, that that's not the condition he wants to leave you at of just worrying and just um, freaking out and feeling alone and even feeling like you can't talk about it. Like with that challenge of maybe feeling like, oh, I'm not a good Christian if I, if I worry. But God wants us to bring these things into the light. And in light, darkness can't exist. And I think that's so amazing. Is sometimes it's so hard to bring these things, these worries we have, these things that are on our mind into the light because we don't want to let it be real. But as we name these things, as we name the anxieties and worries in our life, actually God's light can shine on that and God can heal and God can restore and God can actually bring this peace into our lives. And it's interesting, I think, in this scripture as it describes that peace that transcends all understanding. And I think the whole point of that is that sometimes we're not going to understand or it's not going to make sense. Why would we, how could we have peace in some of these horrible things that happen? How is it even possible? But it runs so much deeper than our circumstances. God is so much greater than our circumstances. And as I said before, it's not necessarily this peace that everything is fine but it's as we fix our eyes on him that we find peace in drawing near to him. We find peace in intimacy with him. I think it's pretty funny how, how God has continued to speak to me through this week about this scripture. Um, I was actually babysitting some kids yesterday and we put on some veggie towels and sat them in front of the TV and I decided, oh, you know, I'll just read on my Kindle. But then I started watching VeggieTales because it's pretty good and it has some pretty good messages. Um, and I just think it was so timely what the message was. It was, um, yeah, it was a VeggieTales about uh, there was this evil guy and he had this um, thing that he would scan people and it would come up with their greatest fear. And then he'd release their greatest fear and then the fear would actually um, give him the power to freeze them freeze them in their fear. And um, yeah, it was really funny. And then there was this um, <laughs> there was this little superhero and he was just a new superhero and um, he was afraid of everything. So when he got scanned, what came up was afraid of practically everything. Um, so it wasn't really looking very good for this guy because he was giving the bad guy a lot of power to freeze him, <laughs> but he got away. And as most VeggieTales have, there was a part where this um, older, wise, asparagus I think it was, <laughs> came and spoke to this little guy and said, you know what, you're afraid of everything but God is bigger than everything. And he said, okay, and he walked away and then he's faced with the enemy again and he was still afraid. And I was kind of thinking to myself, okay, when is this going to get better? You know, usually it's God is bigger and then it's all better and they're not afraid of anything. But no, he actually had to be told again, um, you know, God is bigger and God is in control. And when you're faced with fear, actually look at God. And so the next time he was faced with it and he was scanned, it came up, he was afraid of nothing. And so the bad guy didn't have any power of fear to freeze him and the day was saved. Um, but I think, it, you know, in, in a kid's message, it just, 
it just shows us um, the power of, of actually fixing our attention, not on our problems, but on God. And sometimes we need that reminder. Sometimes we need to be told twice. Sometimes we need to be told a million times to get it. But it's true and it's powerful once we, we understand um, just the immense power of looking at Christ and actually stopping and looking at him and actually not just knowing but believing that he is bigger than our problems. You know, I think a huge thing is the difference between knowing in our head and believing in our heart. And that's really my prayer for all of us here is that um, we would go from just knowing this God of peace as a person that's just, we know that's a title that God has, but actually experiencing it in our lives, experiencing this God of peace a peace that is not just nice and gentle, but is actually so powerful. And I know often when we're faced with situations with our friends and maybe they're asking for prayer, we'll just pray, God, give them peace. And I know I've prayed that probably a hundred times and maybe sometimes don't actually stop to think, in me praying this, what do I actually want to see? What is the picture of peace in someone's life? What does it mean for someone to actually have peace? Um, so this kind of brings me a bit back to sort of my story of dealing with insecurity and anxiety and I think I got to a point where, you know, I, I would pray and pray but didn't really seem to have many answers. Uh, I just kind of realised maybe this is just my life, maybe I'm just always going to worry about these things or care what people think of me, um, that's okay and just letting the fear sort of take its control. But then as I started to kind of dig more into God, and over time, not necessarily at a one-moment conference or a, a sermon that I heard, but as I just walked with God and started to read his word and started to just spend more time with him, you know, one day I realized, actually, so much more of my attention is fixed on him, and those things just kind of fade to the background. And it doesn't mean that it's not still a journey and I don't still struggle at times with fear and worry. But I know now just how incredible it is of the power of when we just actually draw near to God. And we actually spend the time knowing him and fixing our mind on things above. And I think that brings me kind of to the second part of this passage um, as it talks about Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right and pure and lovely and admirable, um, think about such things. And I think that it's so amazing how, you know, God, God starts this scripture with talking about not worrying and not having fear and having prayer and he will give us peace. But he doesn't just leave it as that of not an answer, but he's actually giving us this answer of as we fix our mind on these things, as we fix our mind on what is pure and lovely and, and excellent and praiseworthy, this is how we get through the worry in our lives. This is how we get through the times of anxiety, the times where things may happen and it just, you don't know what to do and you don't know how do I not worry. It's you turn your attention to these things, you turn your attention to Christ. And circumstances may not change but you now have the strength of God's peace in your lives to push you through. So I just really want to encourage you just to not give up. If you're in a hard period of your life, maybe you do struggle with anxiety daily, or maybe you're in someone that you don't struggle with it much, but you know other people in your life that do. 
Start to pray these prayers of fixing your mind on things above. You know, it's good to pray for peace, but pray for more. Pray for, for more intimacy with Christ. Pray for this, this peace that transcends all understanding, not just a peace that is temporary in a moment, but a peace that lasts you through. You know, I really believe that peace isn't just a feeling. It's actually a change of perspective. You know, it's so much stronger. It's so much bigger. And I was actually reading this quote as well, and I thought this was really good. And it just says, interestingly enough, the most asked question in the whole Bible from Genesis to Revelation is how long, O Lord, how long? And the most repeated command from God is do not fear or do not be afraid. The people of God consistently cry out for relief and the God of love bids us to trust him. I think in all of this, a lot of it comes back to trusting God and trusting that he is the God of peace and that this peace is real. It is attainable. You know, when we just believe in this God of peace in our head, this peace seems so out of reach. It seems so far away. But when we really receive it and we really let it sink deep into who we are, it gives us strength and it's real and it's close and it's here. It's Christ with us. It's his spirit with us in these tough times of life. So as we enter into this time of worship, I just really want to encourage you guys just to reflect on where you're at with this. Of Do you believe in a God of peace in just your head and it hasn't sunk into your heart? Do you want it to sink into your heart? Do you want to know this for you? Or is there someone in your life that you just really want to believe to see this for them? to see this God of peace meet them where they're at. I believe God wants to speak to all of us where we're at, whether we struggle with anxiety every day or just sometimes. God still wants to grow in deeper intimacy with all of us and he wants to show us the strength of his peace in, in our world because whether it's something happening just for us, there's still so much that's going on in our world. There's so much mess and brokenness and I believe that if we receive this sort of peace that it can change things, it can transform things and we can share it with other people in these tough situations. So let us, let us not just be simply a people that walk out of this room and just go, oh yeah, that was a nice other message. But let's be people that actually think about this and reflect on this and spend time seeking God, seeking what he wants to say to you. So as I close, I just, just want to pray for us tonight. You bow your heads and close your eyes. Lord, I just want to thank you so much, God, for who you are, God. Thank you that there is this peace that is, that is so real, God, that runs so much deeper than our circumstances, God. And we just really want to pray, Lord, that wherever we're at tonight, God, that you would just speak to our hearts, God, and that you would meet us where we're at, Lord that we'd have an openness to receive this peace, God, for it not just to be another thing to add to our, our knowledge, God, but to be something that would be real in our lives, Lord. I just thank you that we don't have to worry about things because we know the one true God who is so good and is so above everything, that is so in control of our lives and, and our world. And we just pray that we would just fix our eyes on you, God, that we wouldn't look at our problems, God, but we would look to you, Lord, and that you would give us peace, you would give us strength, you would give us hope, you give us um, the ability just to keep running this race for you, Lord, and to not give up, but to persevere, God. We just thank you so much, and we love you so much. And we pray all these things in your name. Amen.